They have lost their last five OTs. Looking to get the monkey off their back and get in to the world championship proper. Arsenal to the back wall. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Pitch, a Rocket League esports podcast. We are back today to to uh, to recap the wildcard stage of Worlds. Uh, just crazy stuff. Like, there's just been so much coverage all around. I feel like we... I think... Drew told me on the way home we were talking about how to um, how to cover it, and you kind of wanted to cover it all at once, I think, or like something like that. And I was like, no, 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 let's not do that. But at this point, a lot of people have covered it, and I'm like, man, Drew was actually probably right on that one. So, Drew, that's, uh, I'll give you that I, dub. I don't remember if I wanted to cover it all at once. I think you did. I think I remember you saying that. Just take it. I think take the dub. I think. I might have said it. I think I said that I wanted to. I didn't want to have a set amount of episodes, and I wanted to take as many episodes as we needed to. Yeah. Talk about it's just it hard all. because, like, you don't want to take too short a time or too long, but also the season will probably start like mid October. Which, yeah. to be honest, I think I think we should have a shorter season, and then a longer off season. But that's just me. Yeah, um, that is just so like, like <laughs> so, so um because like it's hard to like cover everything and then like get some time to breathe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it I is. I don't know how you feel. I agree. It's hard. But there's always going to be, you know, off-season tournaments. They're not going to be as often as, you know, we would have. No, that's what I'm saying. Like I I need I don't need a break from Rocket League like I like Rocket League, but I just mean time to cover the off-season. I just think it could be longer. I don't know. Yeah, we, I just think like an extra month, even just an extra month, three months or something like that. Yeah, like at the rate that roster changes are happening, I don't know, depending upon when the season starts, I don't think they've announced that yet. But if it starts the same time that it started this past season, I don't know if we're ever going to have to stop like doing Bro. podcasts period of time i know no no that's what I, I was thinking like before i realized that it ended in august and would probably start back out back up in october i was like is there gonna be a period of time where we like do it maybe twice a month or something like that just our podcast just to like but i don't think we'll have time to by the by, by the time we end our world our uh, championship coverage I think it's going to be close to the next season, which I think, okay, the reason I think this, sorry, I did not mean to have this episode start off with a, with a format discussion, but the reason I think this is, I think the longer the off season, the more hype built, just like how the longer the actual season is, the more hype there is. I think the longer the off season, I think it gives the casual audience time to like be hungry for it again, if that makes sense, because we're the hardcore fans, you know what I mean? So like we we're going to watch it whenever, but right. I guess I, I would make a case of that, you know, like the NFL, I feel like their off season is like way too long or it feels way too long. Yeah. Cause it's like, that's yeah, like five, six months. So such a long make this gap. one three months, but at the same make time, it three. I am also, I think we're both 
I don't know about you as much anymore, but I still really keep up with football and everything that happens. Yeah, yeah no. you, you do too. Yeah, you do. I do too. And like it builds hype because it's like, oh, wow, like this really feels like a new season. But I think if it's only two months, it's like it will feel like a new season, no question. Yeah. But I think there could just be – I think there would – I don't know. I just think it would be better overall. Just 30 days more. 30. That's it. I don't know because even – Anyway. Even going back, like I, I don't, I don't want to sit on this for. No, long, no, no. Go ahead. Like, no, go ahead. Football, I, I do want to discuss this <laughs> with football. Like, whenever the preseason rolls around, I'm like, oh, it's preseason. That's cool. It's, it's like not. Oh, like, I've oh, not watched yes, the preseason. Preseason. No, it's because it's like, like if it if they were backups for NRG playing. No, I wouldn't watch it. But no, it's <laughs> gonna be the starters. So, like, give it a break. I like. I would. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I guess we'll I guess, find out. Yeah. I'm. Are you surprised that they haven't made an announcement like at the end of Worlds or at this point? Because like, it should it start is, in October, and we haven't heard anything. It is kind of surprising. I don't exactly here. I can probably check to see how long the gap was between last season starting and this. I think it was bigger. I think it ended in like June or July, didn't it? Uh, let's see. It ended in June the 20th, I believe. And it started back up again in October the 15th. So it was almost four months. I think that's a great window, to be honest, for the offseason. But never mind. That won't, we'll, we're off of that. But um, yeah, I, I am surprised that they haven't announced it. Sunless Khan did make a tweet that he thinks that Rocket League is about to pop off again. I don't know if that was just a general thing or if he knows something we don't about like the esports scene or the game. But I, I kind of, I don't know. That kept me up because it was like at 1030 he posted that and then I just kept thinking about Unreal Engine 5. I, I still can't believe that they didn't <laughs> say anything about that there. Because like... To me, okay, so I was thinking about this. With Unreal Engine 5, Rocket League and Psyonix's main focus right now is the pro scene because that's what gets yeah. them the most exposure and that's what brings yes, in the big bucks. So are yep. you? would you switch Unreal Engine 5 before you start the new season? I think you would. That way you didn't have to do it in the middle of the season. Oh, no, they would not. Yeah, I don't think they'd do it in the middle of the season. That would be kind of butts but of an idea, in my could, opinion. I could also see it, like, right after the first major. Like, we have a month before, you know, we start our next split. I don't know. I, I think know. the pro players are, like, I mean, there's so much placebo, I think, even that just for that reason alone, players would be like, no, yeah. no. Yeah, I agree. Um, but Lawler, I was on his stream and he was like, he's pretty confident it's like two or three years out. And that just hurts me. I don't know who his sources are or if that's just a hunch, but please don't be two or three years out. Yeah, that would, that would not, that would just suck. Yeah. Yeah. I would not. All right. Okay. Before we get too depressed, let's, let's uh, actually talk about what we meant to talk about. (laughs) Um, Last week, we kind of went over a general discussion, uh, kind of a recap of our first thoughts, kind of post world championship, 
how we felt about it, our experiences and stuff. And now we're we're back to a tiny bit more structure. My whole month has been crazy, so I haven't had time as as much time to like spend on thinking about Rocket League. Like July and August for me have been nuts. So I've had barely any time at all. But this will be more structured. We actually have a docket this time, which is crazy. Like, yeah. whoa, holy it's moly. Wild. So we got so we have um a lot of roster changes this early into the off season. It's crazy to me. So I don't know if we mentioned it at all um, last episode, but Reynolds was kicked from SSG pretty much right after, like a day or two after no, the it, event. It was on, well, he learned well, no, about he, it on okay. Sunday. Yes. I mean, like we learned about it like two days after or oh, something. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. He, yeah. Let's talk about that though. So I don't want to go too far into that because we do have the wild card. Um, but Reynolds was kicked from SSG. Um, he found out during the event, I think it was after they were out is what he said, um, which is, I guess, better. But still, uh, there were rumors that Arsenal was kind of talking to other players about it before he actually let Reddles know, which is not a great look. So pretty much Reddit, that's all Reddit's been talking about for about a week or two, like since the World Championship ended um and they've been crucifying arsenal so it's been a fun time this offseason so far drew how do you feel about that news um well there's a few things that go into this and i'll try to go over them semi quickly uh but first off i don't think it's a good move uh, on the surface yeah, i agree you know, reddles is your captain i don't he's your think dude. he's kind of you know what he just lets Arsenal and Daniel do what they want. That's why Arsenal and Daniel look so good. I'll be honest. Reddles kind of just lets them do whatever and cleans up whatever. I think he's more need. than that. I think he is but more than ahead. that, but he that's he habilitates his teammates very, very well. So that's, losing yes, that for his for that team, especially with Daniel and Arsenal, who when they are habilitated are extremely dangerous. And go in to pick up, I don't know. There's been a lot of people that have been rumored. I don't, I don't know, all the people or if you. We got LJ missed. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see maybe it missed, but I don't think. You know, miss is not what they need. Yeah, I don't think any of those are what they need. The other. They thing, need a leader. Daniel yeah. and Arsenal are not leaders. Yeah, I agree. That's my opinion. I agree. The other thing is. And that, that go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I I was gonna go off on a tangent. Okay. My <laughs> The other thing is, is that, um, let's see, the way that Arsenal handled it afterwards was very mature. Uh, you yep, know, he said, I agree. he came out and apologized and was like, you know, I didn't really intend for it to be this way. And, uh, Rizzo on his stream had a really good point and he was kind of talking about, I don't know if you saw this, but he was talking about whenever mm-hmm. M and J naps were looking to move on from Crow, from Kenobi. He said, yeah. and they were wanting to not get a free agent because they wanted someone who would carry them, as was his words. <laughs> and so they would have to buy someone out. So they right. had to go yeah. They had to go to their organization, G2, and say, hey, can you buy out, you know, said player, how much can you spend on a buyout? And, you know, they had to wait on that for a few months. And, you know, they were talking to other players and they didn't even know if they could do the buyout yet. 
So right. I feel like that might have been what happened with this situation. That, that you know? could be, yeah. And Arsenal kind of explained it in his video that they had different ways of looking at how the game should be played. And, you know, we all that thought that. That makes sense, to be honest. We all thought <laughs> yeah. that before Daniel came on. And when Daniel, Daniel was a good on, Band-Aid like, fix, to be Holy honest. crap. Yeah. Maybe they're not, but it still does seem like that. So it's yeah, no. an interesting situation. Yeah, I. my opinion is it was handled at first in a pretty crappy manner. Like, we don't know how he was talking to other players about it. Like, if he told one or two and they went and blabbed about it. Like, I don't know how excessive he was about talking to others about dropping riddles. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we'll ever know. But, I mean, it looks like riddles has pretty much moved on. I mean, it, they obviously don't seem like they're on great terms right now. Um, but both have been pretty mature about it. And to be honest, Reddles has moved on it, on from it more than the community has, which is <laughs> like, really we need to learn from Reddles. Um, so, uh, and, and Arsenal, I did, I agree with you. Uh, his video, like there was no, like he was, he wasn't like, well, I'm sorry for what I did, but like it, he just owned up. He was like, yeah, I, I shouldn't have, told others about it which and there was no like kind of excuse for it um but with that with that said he was mature about it um he kind of apologized which is what you want and now it's time to move on but i don't think reddit is going to move on bro it's been like crazy i i it's 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 like honestly i was listening to hootie's stream hootie who's stream Mm -hmm. and it's and he he had a great point it's like honestly it's not that big of a like roster move. Like stuff like this has happened before. It's like we've never seen roster changes or drama happen. Like it was a situation that was handled crappily, yes, but it's been like exploded out of proportion and I don't understand if it's just people like drama or like I don't know, but there's a lot of Reddles fans that are upset. I feel like you may have a reason why you think that it got blown up, but you know, people like AJ and, you know, some other people, uh, Shad even. Well, at least AJ for sure has been binged. But we'll get on to that. We'll get to that later on. But no one freaked out over that. I think the reason why people freaked out over Rettles was that first there was the rumor that he got told before, uh, before they were done playing. And if yeah. that was the case, then that's like, holy crap, that's that's not cool. Not you know, great. That affects how you play. Mental. <laughs> yeah. Rest of your uh, season together. And some of the way that Arsenal and Reddles were acting around each other kind of made it seem like that was the case. And the fact yeah. that it was so quick because he found out from someone else, like it was... Uh, we're done with the world championship. Our season is over. You're off the team. It's kind of what it seemed yeah. like. And, yeah. you know, that hurts if, you know, usually kind of let those things finish up a little bit. You know, you don't just go straight into you're done. Kind of like with AJ, it was yeah. a little bit of looking around first and kind of letting things settle down. So I think that's probably the reason why it got blown out of proportion but it is also Reddit, <laughs> and it's not. Surprising. Reddit is 
Reddit hurts my mental health sometimes. It really does. They really do. Just um, no, but we need to drop it. Like we need to move on. Um, I think it's fun to talk about. It's off season stuff, but don't send death threats to Arsenal, please. Don't no. don't, do, don't that. do that. That's dumb. Like me, I also also don't agree with it, but I also have never had my mistakes broadcast to hundreds of thousands of people. So like you kind of have to. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I think we just need to move on. And I think both players, I don't have any like lasting, like bad blood between them. And like, to be honest, even if I did, it's not their problem. So it's just like, let's, let's move on. So, uh, that happened, but that was probably the biggest news, um, from the past uh, week or so. Uh, so like Drew said, AJ was benched. Turbo Pulsa is a restricted free agent. Mm Mm-hmm. Um and Mist is also an unrestricted free agent. How do you feel about those that kind of bunch there? Uh Turbo Pulsa. I'm glad to see that he's looking to get back into the scene. Uh he's been a coach and a sub for a little while. You know, kind of kind was of he actually a him. coach though? Like was he, he He was playing the coach role, you know, him and Aleutian kind of switched. He was a sub okay. slash coach, I guess. Um Do you go ahead, go ahead. Do you think I heard this on stream the other day and I think it's kind of it might be genius if it's true. Do you think to get past the um like the the trading clause where you can't switch out uh more than a third of your is it like a third of your team like one player out? I, I don't this season. I don't exactly remember but I think it is one player per split. That's what I thought, and obviously only for the two transfer windows. Um, yeah, so like if you got a, a new player after the first split, you could only replace him in the second, I think. Yeah. Like I, or or something like that. But basically, what if they put Illusion in the coaching role with the intention of putting him as a player later on? Do you think that's plausible at all? I had never thought about that. But um, that is a way to get around it, kind of. Uh, I, I could see it, but it would be a little surprising. I don't know. I think you would just kinda, Why not? Why? I think you'd just take, take him and just slap him in the team is what I would feel like you would do. But Yeah, I know, but it, it might. I think that with the trade rules, I don't know if that would work oh, exactly yeah, at that, that point. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. see, I see. I could see it, but I because Alu, we got Lanlu. He didn't exactly perform at Worlds, but we he played well in Fall. Right, but so. this is old Envy, and yeah, you know Turbo was kind of their guy for a long time. Yeah, but I mean, he was the guy on a lot of teams, and then he wasn't. Yeah, so, so I don't know. I I think I don't really know how to feel about that. If that was their plan all along, like it's kind of big brain, but I don't it's know. An interesting. Yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. an interesting thing to throw around um sorry we're gonna say something more about that didn't mean to take over no i was gonna move on to uh mist and aj but i don't know if you had something else no no that was it for me um yeah aj was bench were you surprised about that like i thought sipical would be the one they removed he he played a lot better at worlds like by the end of the season but it's like this first killer curse where like he can't go a season without <laughs> getting rid of a player it's amazing it's it's really impressive i will say how it's crazy the team that first killer on is on changes coaches and players because phase i think we were talking about this while we were down in dallas phases went through almost 
I think they went through four different coaches this season. It's, so they yeah. had a different coach per season. This season? Uh huh. Because remember they had they had uh, AXB and and then the, uh, yeah was it, was he? Well, they was had someone the else in the winter or fall, I know they had sorry, a few in the fall, and then they had AXB in the winter, and then they had someone and else the in British, the spring, yeah. And then they had another coach at Gamers Eight, <laughs> and then they had Roldis at the Worlds. <laughs> I mean, it's like I think I think that's how many times they changed. Yeah. Maybe it was one less than that, but but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why you why they keep getting rid of their players that abilitate the other players, right? I think AJ's solid. Like, he's really good. AJ's really solid. And AJ kind of abilitated. He played as a teammate more than anyone else on that team to me. I don't know how you feel about that. AJ. I would have to look at it, but that wouldn't surprise me. Just from the eye test, AJ played, to me, more like a teammate than first killer or typical. And once again, they got rid of their team player. They got rid of Evolution, and now they got rid of AJ. I don't know who they're in talks with to pick up, but I haven't it's seen. Strange. I think Shift might have done something. They might have said something, but I don't remember. Um, let me see if I can actually find that. Yeah, I'm surprised that. I guess, like, I don't know what they don't see in uh, in AJ that they see in Sipical. I guess maybe because he's newer, so they're gonna give him more of a. A chance, or I don't know. I don't know. I guess Sipical has been around since season eight, and AJ's been around since even before then, season six. Is that how long really? AJ's been I, around? Wow. Yeah, that actually does sound about right. I think it's season okay, six. Okay. So, Shift RLE says Mist is expected to round out the phase roster. Mist. That's really surprising. I actually do kind of rate that move though, because if Sipical plays the way he has, you got FK who you know he's FK, so like you know who who you're getting, and missed to kind of like make it to make it gel. Like I could see that work actually. Yeah, yeah, and I it's missed, so like they're that. always they're gonna have great defense the entire time, so FK and Sipical can go bananas. Yeah, yeah, I I, I could see that. I can see that working yep. well. Um, okay. Uh, actually, maybe a couple more because I think Shift just posted something. Let me see. Um, but one of the uh, other roster changes moving regions uh, to Sam. KB1 is rumored to be leaving the club. Um, and Bims from Crew is set to replace him. So if that were to happen... Um, the club roster would consist of Astromic, K, uh, Astromic, Bims, and Lost instead of KV1. So that'd be interesting. I think this is more interesting just because of how recent we saw them and how they played. So I think this could really change some things up um, for them because if it's a team like, I don't know, like... Tokyo Verde, I don't think it's as impactful as a viewer because they didn't make it as far as the club did. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. Um, and Shad is to be is rumored to be off of Complexity. 
Um, how do you feel about that? Because we haven't seen much of complexity since fall, pretty much. For, so for about a year. Um, I kind of wish they would give it an another go. We, we talked about it before, but I think they had a few things go the wrong way. Uh, this past season, just with they've been moving around to different facilities, to different parts of the country, uh, in between splits. So I don't think I didn't think they had a great opportunity to gel and to kind of, kind of get, uh, kind of focus up. So I don't know how you feel about them kind of splitting up at least a little bit. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I feel like they didn't really ever get a good opportunity to mix well with coming to NA uh, and moving to a different country, being in different facilities. Mm -hmm. I feel like they kind of got bit by the bug on wanting to change a roster. I feel like, you know. Yeah, just it. Yeah. A couple teams started doing it, and now everyone feels like they have to do it. And, you know, well, it'll I mean, probably improve teams, but I don't know if it's really necessary for a lot. It's hard, though, because it is so, so cutthroat. And I mean, like, to a certain extent, if other teams are switching and forming super rosters, you do have to respond in some sort of way if you don't have a roster like that. So I, I do sort of understand. Um, but it's just hard. The Like, the scene is so volatile at the moment. Um, so it's just hard to keep to uh, stay under the same roster. Um, the Shift RLE post uh, talking about Shad says that uh, complexity is most likely. It says that they're rumored to pick up sadness from Secret. So he would be coming from Sam and uh, coming to NA, which I you think know, would be cool. Go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 that was it. That was okay. it. I heard that CRR could come and replace as well. I heard a rumor about that. Oh, which would really interesting. I think. Is he on have... Guild right now? No. He's he's an unrestricted free agent or a restricted free agent. I don't know. Or I know was he before? He was before, wasn't he? But okay, him, okay. but they were all gonna split ways. Like they were gonna disband, and Guild was gonna get really? a roster. I don't know. I think okay. if I remember that correctly. Regardless, CRR is a great talent. That'd be awesome. Mm -hmm. How he's young. I'm surprised he'll move he'd move regions. Yeah. I it is. Isn't he like fifteen or sixteen? I, I don't know. I don't know how old he is. And um there would yeah, be he's a 16. little bit I think I don't remember what uh Argentina's main language is. Uh Portuguese, maybe? I don't know. See if I can find it. <laughs> do we know? Do we know? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, okay, it is Spanish. Why, it... I thought it would. I thought it was Spanish. So okay. they 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 both would speak Spanish. It's a little different. It's like uh, the United States to like yeah. the UK or Australia kind of change. Right. There is a little bit of differences, but it wouldn't be a huge jump like. Spanish to French or something like that. So right. He, no, well, I mean, regardless of the language barrier, if they got a French player, they're going to be top five in a easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably so. Dang, if France like if some France like Zin or like some uh, French prodigies or EU prodigies come to NA, it's just raps. 
it really would be just former super just former super team and like kind of <laughs> send eu to na and just have them dominate regardless so johnny boy would love that johnny boy would actually support na <laughs> at some he point would, he would do that actually <laughs> i could you know what would be funny is if they brought their playstyle over and then meshed that an eu playstyle with an na playstyle and then like they were just oh. untouchable. Like no yeah. new teams had anything on them, and NA uh, could maybe hang be awesome. with them because they play them so much. But <laughs> man, that would be that, wild. <laughs> that would be freaking crazy! Oh my gosh. Um. Okay, but that's about it for the roster stuff. There was a bunch of roster stuff this past week. Um, I actually just saw on Shift's uh Twitter they reposted. Uh, a tweet from Razebull streaming with CRR. So maybe that's kind of supports our theory there. Um, anyway, though, let's let's move on to a wild card uh, discussion, kind of recapping uh, what all happened there. It was crazy, Drew, because there were so many sweeps in wild card, and I thought at Worlds like that would be the least likely place to be sweeps. But pretty much the first few days was just four ones and four O's, and like it was, it was an interesting time, um, interesting uh, games for Rocket League. I remember on the way up on Thursday, it was just like sweep after sweep after sweep, and I like literally fell asleep. That's how that's how the day went. So, uh, how did you feel about it overall? Yeah, the first couple of days, I think there was, by teams that didn't win, there was only five games won in round one and two. There was three series that were not sweeps in all of day one and two. But Mm -hmm. uh, the later we went, the closer it became, for the most part, uh... You know, you had round four where in the higher matches it was all or most of the games. Well, even I don't know, even the lower matches, there was a couple of good games in round four high and in the final round, there was some good games. So it did get better as it went along, I guess. But it was surprising to your point that, you know, this is the place that you would think that there wouldn't be that many. But then again, it was either you were on your game or you were not yeah and i I do know a few teams didn't get in until a few days before um so that probably that might have something to do with it um we like and i needs to get their act together with freaking visa stuff it's insane anyway um so for round one uh there were only what was there two matches that weren't sweeps that entire round one yeah so SSG versus the club went four two, and KC versus O one went four one in favor of KC. Um, I'm gonna start off, Drew. All right, go ahead. Um, we know where we're going with this. I don't remember. I wish I had the clip right now. I should have done it before this. I don't know what I had KCP versus Veloce going. Like what game? I didn't have it being a sweep. I think I had it game seven if I remember correctly, with KCP winning. So I was so happy at this. I wasn't able to watch because I was in a class for a whole week. I just got to see the results. Um, Crazy. Like, I thought Veloce, I mean, they challenged, they were challengers in all of Mina. 
So I thought they would definitely bring it to KCP. But KCP started off strong. They kind of fizzled out later on, but that was something that kind of gave me a jolt of jolt of hope, Drew. Um, so I was happy about that one. Yeah. I will say, even though we had a lot of sweeps, a lot of the series were really close. The Semper Team Secret Series, all the mm-hmm. games, but the yep. first game were one points. KCP Veloce, all the games, but the first game were within a point. Uh, yeah, there was there was a lot of series that was really close. Even though, on paper, it looks like it was, uh, just kind of a blowout. Even Sinbei Strikers, is that how you say? Yeah, that's right. Yep, that's, that's right. correct. That's right. Even Sinbei like kind of gave Optic a really good run for their money. I mean, they even they brought them well. to an over overtime at one point. They're progressing for sure. Yeah, I'm getting better. It was. I will say it was great to see the uh, I think I think we can say APAC and SSA are new minor regions. So I'm just going to say that from now on. Mina. No, that's that's Sam, very fair. And OCE, you guys have graduated. So good job. Uh, but our OCE minor barely region, they're 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 passing with like C's <laughs> yeah, pluses it's, and it's like B a pa- minuses. It's barely a passing grade, but they're passing. Yeah, you made it. <laughs> So our new minor you got regions. pioneers that's it yeah pretty kind of kind of that's it right now but our new minor regions you know it's it was good to see especially orlando pirates they put on quite a show even against version one you know you kind of expected them to just get absolutely slammed but they put up some points you know this is their first ever real competition except for gamers eight this is the first time they played three v3s and that's it so you know hats off to them but the other though series that was really good in round one was ssg the club man that was a really good series i went back and watched that one again it was so back and forth super tight the entire time yeah all the games were within a point so uh, it was a really good series. Yeah, I didn't actually get to watch it. Um, I guess this is so SSG started out, I guess normal, and that and then later on is when they started kind of struggling a bit. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they kind of okay. they started to sweep the day, or the Swiss, and then they met Simper. Simper, okay, Simper. Why did they sweep? Why did they sweep? I don't. I. I think. Could you? Do you think it might have been a culmination of p- teams underrating them and them peaking at the right time with no expectations? See, here's the thing, Owen, is that I totally forgot. The only other time Simper did something was the fall major, right? That's how, that's yeah. That was the fall major. Yeah, that's correct. And they look like they just they all they did was they ran into BDS. They look like the best team at, at that event, except for maybe Dignitas at the time too. Mm, okay. So I kind of forgot that you know they're kind of a land team. They do so much better whenever they're on land. And Chasset, Casio, and especially especially Exotic just were on a different level that. Uh, this event so i feel like that's what helped them i'll be honest was just being able to play on land having the energy once they get there 
Yeah, you know, the the land buff. Some teams get a bigger land buff than others, and I guess that was <laughs> it for Simper. They got a really big land buff. I still don't know how they made it, though, but it's... It's, it's impressive. It's, it's just math. It's just math, so... Um, <laughs> so for round two, um, I want to talk about Dignitas and Optic. So this series, like, at this point in the tournament optic was playing pretty clean um but they relied really heavily just on counterattacks. it was kind of weird like in flashes it reminded me of a really really bad version of nrg uh where they <laughs> rely a lot on counterattacks rather than offense like yeah. straight up offense uh so they there were a few times where dig got caught out just like with pretty almost like a pinch goal like a few times just across field it was like really weird um and Dignitas, they just I was I was gunning for them, Drew. You know all season. Oh, yeah. I've been gunning for this team. And again, they just they they ended off the season how it started. They never got anything going, this roster. They seemed multiple ticks off uh in in this game specifically, but pretty much all tournament. Um there were a few times where like uh, Appjack would be going for uh, a dribble and Jorias was up ahead or Scrub was up ahead and they just wouldn't go for a bump. They would rotate back out. I'm like, guys, like you have to have like some semblance of chemistry, like go for a bump or something. Like it was just really two dimensional and it was just a lot of the same of what we saw in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Up to this point, Dignitas did not look Good. And I thought that this tournament was going to go how pretty much every other Dignitas tournament goes, is that they look <laughs> they look okay for a, a match, and that's it. But yeah. the later they went, I will say, they started to figure out. They uh, they beat their demons in 01 Esports. You know, they kind of got destroyed. That was the one good win they had. And they beat SSG. They swept SSG. Wait, they did? Yeah, they swept SSG. Uh, okay, so, forgive my ignorance. Like I said, I I wasn't able to watch. It's all right. It's Swiss. all right. I remember that, so I I, I didn't judge you too appreciate severely. You. I appreciate <laughs> you. Thank you. But they looked really good against SSG. It seemed like after they lost to Optic, they were like, "All right, we gotta figure this out." You know, this is do or die. Our next match is super important. And if we don't win that, then we have to win, you know, the rest of our matches for, <laughs> <laughs> for uh, a wild card. And that's not a very easy task for Dana uh -uh. Toss sometimes, most of the time, actually. But it seemed like they, they really had it going until they ran into a really hot Falcons. So uh, it did seem like they figured it out eventually but once they ran into them it was kind of over again yeah i was surprised in in round two the high, one of the high matches um another team i'm super high on is v1 but to be honest they don't have the land the land resume at this point um i know i know we talked to belair and he was he was saying that it seems like they rely too much on beast mode and true i think you feel the same way and for the longest time, I was like, you know, I think they facilitate pretty well. I like Torment, best defender, I think. Maybe in the league. Maybe, uh, I'd say NA, not in the league. Uh, NA. I think the league uh, is pretty easy. I think. think you can, think so? I think it could be given to him. He's amazing at defense. Yeah. So they got Torment, 
holding it down on defense, calm facilitating, demoing, just kind of being doing the dirty work. And obviously they got the flashy guy in beast mode. So I thought it was pretty good, but they just don't show up like they do online uh, on the stage. And it just kind of upsets me because I think they can do a lot. But maybe I, I would not be surprised if maybe something happens to the torment or calm. I wouldn't want it, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if something before the uh, the transfer window closes next season, if something changes. I'll be honest, it wouldn't surprise me if Beast Mode leaves for the early No, games. no, because that's that is not a good that's fraudulent right there. That he's not leaving V1. It wouldn't surprise me. He's in a me good spot. Because all will be playing Beast Mode carries this team on his back. Whenever Beast Mode I wouldn't say carry, no, but on land he does. On land he carries this team. Stone, all right. Whenever Beast no, Mode No on land this Whenever Beast Mode is not playing to his absolute best this team has no shot at winning because whenever what's the, they what's shut I hear down, what's the beep? Hold on. <laughs> huh? I heard a beep. Is it gone? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's gone. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I didn't know what it was. Sorry. I didn't mean to stop your conversation. No problem. No problem. Uh, <laughs> but whenever beast mode is not at his absolute 100%, this team has a very, very hard time of winning. And, um, there was a uh, interview with, I, I don't remember if it was Extra or uh, BDS's coach. I coach. can't think of Mew. his name. Yeah, Mew. That's right. And they asked how they absolutely destroyed version one because version <laughs> one only scored one goal. And their comment was, is that every time Torment got the ball, he would give it directly to beast mode. And then he would rotate back. They said that they found yeah. if they just cut off that pass lane, took away his boost, and demoed him, they could do nothing. There was nothing. They could never start anything. Yeah. And so for that fact alone, I feel like Beast Mode deserves better. All right? Beast, Beast Mode doesn't deserve to have to carry his but team you, on offense all the time 24-7. You, you think he would leave this team who I, he's done really good with rather than just get a different player on that team. I, I could, it just, you think depends. anybody on that team is going to go against his like decision. Well, I who, don't think so. With, who could you see beast mode saying, let's get rid of this player, calm or torment. Who would he get rid of? He wouldn't want to get rid of either of them. Tor torment is, uh, you know, an amazing defender. Why would you want to get rid of torment and calm? Is like his big brother, is from what we've heard, and so he's not gonna want to get rid of, rid of calm. So I don't. Uh, so you think he's gonna? Ra he'd rather back down and just leave, and stay friends. I mean, that could be, but I mean, imagine AJ in in place of uh, calm. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I would agree that I think that they would do better if they just replaced one of the players then lose beast mode but they have such an identity with how they play right now that it would be hard to switch a play style if they got rid of torment torment is their defense yeah. and if you yep. get rid of calm you lose all your demos and your pressure and if you get rid of beast mode you have no offense so they're kind of yeah. in a rough spot right now with all that 
Yeah. Um, okay, so let's move on. Um, the low round for round two is all sweeps. Uh, yep. Club 4-0-ing um, Bravado, 0-1 beating Gladiators, Secret beating the Pirates, and Sinbai or Sinbay beating or getting swept by Veloce. So for round three, we have a, finally a game seven, uh, Simber versus SSG. Um, again, this is at the point in the tournament where, like, I think people were still doubting uh, Simper. Like, oh, yeah. they're like, okay, let's sure. see it against a good team. And SSG, I mean, is a favorite just in general for NA, but we, you could definitely see that during the crowd days. So I think this was, like, really when people started saying, okay, Maybe they can do something. Yeah, I agree. Because uh, anyone but uh, at this point, SSG looked to be the best at Swiss, apart from Simper. And so this was really the game that it was like, all right, are they what they look like? Are they really a good team, or are they just have they just had an easy run to this point? And they proved that they were a really good team. It was, man, it was a fireworks kind of match. It was just so back and forth, so tight the entire way. Uh, even We even had a Game 7 overtime. And, you know, whenever you have a Game 7 overtime, those those are the best series on one. Yeah, they are. No, I agree. The The... Uh, game seven overtime buff is just it hits different, and also when uh, both teams take a timeout, that hits different. So um, I didn't get to watch this game again, Sag. I I haven't had a chance to watch all the games back from from Swiss. Just uh, one of the main teams I went back and looked at was Dignitas, and they just kind of upset me. So that just depressed <laughs> me a little bit. Um, were there any from the uh, mid matches uh, in round three that? that kind of impressed you or like KCP or V1 or I don't know if there's anything that stood out. Um, uh, well, the two matches that, I don't know, they were all really good matches. The Renegades team secret had three overtimes in it, even though it was a five game series. Uh, Dignitas looked very, very good in their series. So it was kind of good to see them. Yeah. That was their one good win. Like I said, yeah. Uh, such a weird team for them to figure it out against, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, it really. <laughs> like, was. you think they they kind of get contested by the super confident Mina teams, but yeah, and Mina as a whole, uh, even in the version one Veloce series, they never seem to catch their stride. I don't know if you felt that way. Maybe it was Mina. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, it was really weird. Even Falcons. They had one really good series, and that was kind of it. They yeah, never really caught a good stride going forward. And I don't know if that's because they got here late. Uh, we know with Veloce that they had to sub in. Who was it that they subbed in? Uh, they subbed in uh, Impressive for Twiz against KCP yeah. in their very first series because he still wasn't there. Uh but even though I say that, Veloce did look very good for those circumstances against version one. They gave him a pretty good run for their money. All the games but one were within a point. Uh, and, you know, I don't 
think from what I've seen in Mina that the demo meta is very heavy. <laughs> and to go up against yeah. version one, who is very, very <laughs> demo heavy. And to keep it that close is impressive to say the least. So Yeah, that's that's why I'm normally pretty impressed with Falcons because they seem to be able to evade the demo meta in a way that I don't think some of the other Mina teams can, but did not show it this time around, in my opinion. I agree. Um I was I was uh interested in the KCP versus club just because it's my team, but also um really impressed by the club. Like I thought to be honest, I thought it'd be kind of close, but did you have uh, KCP not making it through uh, to groups? Um, at this point, going into round three, I was going to be surprised if they made it because of getting kind of slapped down by Simper. And even though it was a sweep, we didn't really talk about this game much, but there was a lot of games that were just out of KCP's reach. Like three, the first three games really could have went either way. And it was just very, very simple things that just happened to let KCP lose. And if they would have won any of those first games, especially the very first game, going into a 0-0 overtime and then losing a 3 minute and 41 second overtime. That just, man, that hurts, you know? It's so it. debilitating as a player. Uh, so at this point, I was kind of be going to be kind of surprised if they made it all the way through, especially with how the club was looking. Well, yeah, but I guess, I mean, like, so if I look at their, the teams they played, Veloce, Simper, uh, the club, Orlando Pirates, and SSG. I'd have them going probably three two, but like pretty like confidently three two. I thought they would have been beat Veloce, Simper, and probably going into this the club. But like you said, the club was better than I thought. So yeah. Um, kind of disappointed that they didn't get through to groups at least, but I think they'll bounce back. Um. It's just hard. Uh, these these guys are, I think, the youngest team in the event, so they have plenty of time. I'm confident in the staff they have too. Um, they just have, they just got a like a. Um, I think for the last split, they got um, a coach uh, so that Prof doesn't, you know, kind of do everything, um, so that they can uh, have two different coaches, a, a psychological and a gameplay coach, which I think will be good for them next season. Um, Especially now that CJ is gone too, um, I think we talked about that a little bit last yesterday. But he retired, so um, maybe maybe like Pioneers are the number one team going into next season. That'd be that'd be nice. So we'll we'll see how they perform. But wish it would have ended better their season. But um, I don't know. It just it, it happens like that, and it makes me sad. So <laughs> I want to talk about it. Um, any any matchups from round four? This is where things at least like kind of later on into the rounds there were less sweeps. Um, we see V one versus the club goes four two, and SSG getting swept by Dignitas. That was crazy to me. That's when I thought like the mental was chalked for them. Um, did you get to watch that series at all? Which series? The Dignitas SSG. These SSG yeah in round four. Yeah, it seemed like. 
they were all really close games except for the very last one. But it seemed like Dignitas really got to play their game. Uh, Space Station kind of just had to try to keep up uh, after the timeout. SSG got to play their game a little bit more, but it went into a two-minute overtime, almost three-minute, and Dignitas pulled it out at the end. I don't remember how that game ended. I feel like there was a crap or a silly goal in one of those two overtimes, but I might not be right. Uh, but yeah, I feel like the fact that SSG had just lost, even though it was the day before they had just lost a really close series to Simper. I feel like that could have still been on their minds a little bit going into this. And it was, like I said, the games were very close, even though the series doesn't tell the whole story. So, right. Yeah, it just it was starting to not look very good for Space Station. I didn't. It, depending upon who they had going into the next round, I was going to be a little worried for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this this might have been the series where I think Reddit was like, "This is where it happened. This is where Reddit was told." But I guess that was not the case. So they just. I I don't know if if because it was on the players' minds. Um, because I know Reddle said in the video, like, he could tell just, like, people were quiet and the comms weren't that great. So maybe, like, kind of, like, that showed more later on in the tournament. Or, like, when things got a bit more difficult, like, they just couldn't keep it together because they knew they were about to replace his player anyway. I don't know, like, yeah. how that dynamic works, to be honest. But maybe something like that. Yeah, it could be. But in other sports, like in racing... For instance, whenever a driver is going to go to somewhere else, sometimes that's very habilitating. Like, man, we're going to do the best we can while we still are together. So that's how I, yeah. The fact I just think it was, there was bad blood, though. I think it's just, I think the mental was bad. So it wasn't like a, okay, like this is our last hurrah, guys. Let's go. I think it was really like, I don't think it was ideal situation. And the fact that it was kind of kept away and not talked about and it just seemed like there was something off probably had the opposite effect on this team so i feel Mm. like they could have went farther even later in the tournament and group stage i thought they could have made it through the group stage but maybe that was part of the reason that they were having a harder time yeah uh before we move on to round five i did i didn't want to mention i i missed in round um three uh OCE Renegades still continues to beat Sam somehow. Uh, I know it's Team Secret, so like it's probably not a great example, but they beat Furia too. Like uh, mm-hmm. I don't think they beat him here, but they beat him um, in the last major. Her it was either uh, winter or spring, uh, where Furia beat or Renegades beat Furia when they looked good. I think it so was... I don't know what this is. I don't know what it's about. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 like it's just funny to me. Like I don't think there's even anything to analyze. It's just I love seeing I love seeing CJ get the win against when he shouldn't. Yeah, um, it was a clean sweep in, in the yeah. winter. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. Um I I was watching stream the other day and uh Justin was saying in in that series uh where Fury got swept by Renegade, Squishy was like, "Okay, it's fine." Like, I mean, 
you know, Fury's going to sweep. It'll be fine. You know, we'll, we'll play them. It's going to be good. And then Renegades just come in and just, like, ruin their bracket. It's like, what? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, who expects that? It's like, I don't know. Yeah, um, no one. I just love the the uh, <laughs> the villain arc that Renegades have with Sam. It yep. makes me happy. <laughs> um, moving on to round five, though. Um, Team Secret. Uh, let's let's actually keep on with them. Um, I'll let you discuss yours in a minute. But Team Secret is one of those teams who looks really good in scrims. Um, they lost here four uh, two against Optic, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because they should be able to beat Optic. They're a talented enough team, and they play well in scrims. Everybody says they're super aggressive in scrims, but they're freaking scared on stage or on land. So like. I don't know what you do about that. They've had, you know, at least a season at this point to get comfortable with it, and they haven't. I don't know if it's, like, impatient to say something needs to change, but I just... We've seen flashes from that team, and it just hasn't come to fruition yet against an Optic roster that I think was just, like, they get a participation trophy, kind of, so... Yeah, I feel like whenever it comes to players that can perform on in scrims and online really well but can't perform on land it's one of two things usually and it's that either we usually we hope that it's never this but that they just can't perform well on land and usually that's not the case because almost everyone plays better on land well no i would not say that a lot of people but I feel, okay, I feel but, like because you know you kind of have you have a little okay. bit of a land buff at least even if you're not good in front of okay. a crowd, right? And there's also kind of the mental block, where you know you care about it so much. This is a land we have to do good. That that hurts but Team you. Secret doesn't need that pressure right now. Like I'm not, sorry, I shouldn't like I shouldn't be no, no, putting on them what I think they should feel. But like, but it's like it just would seem so odd that they. Like, it seems like Falcons don't put pressure on themselves. And I'm not comparing them like, well, you shouldn't put pressure on yourselves. I'm just saying, like, it's just odd if that's the problem. Because I don't think anybody has high expectations for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, not super high ones. Even if no one has high expectations on them, they might have high expectations on themselves. For the fact that... Yeah, that's true. They're one of the better teams in Sam, you know? Um and they want to contend with Furia. Right, yeah. they want to contend with Furia. Them and the club are really close and they feel like they might they could feel like that they don't have a lot of opportunities to play on land because Furia is always going to be there and it's kind of a flip of the coin on if the club or them is going to make yeah. it. Yeah. So mm. They there could be that too, so I don't know. I feel like That's a good point. I feel like it could be nerves if it's the fact that they're they can do so good in scrims and online, but whenever it comes to doing it on land, they just they just can't figure it out quite. Yeah, I I hope that they don't need to make a roster change because I'm all for rosters staying together if they can. Uh, this roster is sad night and math, um, but I I would not be surprised again like if maybe by winter split if they still aren't performing well or they don't make the major if they make a change i don't know if every single player it gets really nervous on land um i guess that that might come into play of, of who they would replace but 
I definitely think at this point, like you said, with the club kind of uh, starting to contend for that second major spot, um, I think they really need to be aggressive uh, if they want to stay uh, stay relevant in Sam, which is cool, though. It's a cool conversation to have because, I mean, Sam has never been this impactful and, and competitive uh, internationally, so it's it's a good problem to have. Yeah. And going on to another match for this round. Uh, the club in 01 was a good series. It was very close, once again, as... It seemed like most series were that were. It seemed like all the series were close, but it didn't really show it on paper a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but a lot of four ones. I, I, I gotta talk about Space Station versus Car or KCP, just for the fact Tell that, that I, I forgot in round three and round four that Arsenal was sick. He was very sick, actually. Did oh, we I, totally, I, forgot, I totally about forgot about the flu game. About that. And <laughs> whenever they finished and Arsenal scored that amazing finisher in overtime, he jumped up through his headphones and popped up as he ran <laughs> to go to the hospital. <laughs> this it was okay. one of the greatest sights I've ever seen. Thank you so much for bringing this up. This is why I have an Arsenal jersey. I'm saying right now, I don't know... That's a top eight, hmm, top ten moment out of the land. Is that was, is that is I that too know. high or too great. low? Like it, I, that is so iconic. Like the call from Stacks, the the moment he throws his headset like he's a Sam player. Like <laughs> he he runs off the stage before they the other players get a chance to fist bump yeah, him. Like he's was, gone. Like by the time they like. So it was so usually how the games go is that it's the winning score and then they pan to the cameras and then they pan to someone else for like half a second and then they go back to the winning team. In between the time that they showed the winning like the reaction of them winning to going to the other cameras and to going back, Arsenal was gone. He wasn't there. He's, he's gone. He he was he he, he left the stage. Out, he's bro. just gone. He was gone. <laughs> and props to Arsenal for playing through that. Like it yeah, was food poisoning sure. or something like that. I call it the flu game because there's been multiple sports moments, like in traditional sports, that were called the flu game, and they popped off. So I call it that. But he he had food poisoning. But props to him for doing that and popping off like he did that last series. He I think he played. Uh, really well, if if my memory serves me uh, correctly. Uh, b- bad bad place for KCP to go off, but I mean, like, if you're gonna lose, like, that's a pretty cool way to lose. Not gonna lie. Yeah, no Like, kidding. get dunked on by Arsenal. Um, is there any other thoughts before we start to like kind of wrap up? We've done all five rounds at this point, but uh, that that's my highlight though is the is the Arsenal um, <laughs> storyline. The only other thing that we didn't really talk about that much was the lower round three matches kind of because we talked about it a little bit at the beginning but even though these are two regions that don't have a lot of exposure to other regions and kind of just have to get better themselves so they already have Mm -hmm. a disadvantage orlando pirates and simbay strikers looked amazing gaming gladiators Probably would have had a better chance if 
they got to play with their Hold actual on. third yeah. teammate and not they, we got someone who yeah. is my rank <laughs> commutator hey no okay uh He's actually finish your statement and then i'll go one. no 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 I'll, I'll finish your statement and i'll i'll re- but, re- give a rebuttal uh snowy and darth and everyone on orlando pirates skill steel and on simbay strikers looked phenomenal and had very good stats i will say i think who was it maybe snowy i want to say it was snowy no it might have been darth one of them had one of the highest shooting percentages of everyone i mean everyone that includes base clan nrg g2 bds moist they had one they had one of the most highest shooting percentages out of everyone there so that alone is really impressive and the fact that on how quickly they learned i don't know if you noticed it but you could tell series by series that they were learning a lot between version one series and uh the kcp series they even took a game off of kcp which is Mm. extremely impressive to take a game off of a team that's you know, not the greatest in the world, but is certainly one of the better teams in the world. Yeah. Um, I want to mention too. Okay. I want to mention a couple things. So first drew commutator. He's a man of the people. <laughs> he, he came in, he clutched it up when his team needed him most Drew, He four one against Orlando pirates. What are you, are you saying? He comes in as a GC one or GC two. That is valiant. He's a man of the people, and he deserves a ring. That's all I have to say. It was, Question, like, it's over. It was amazing. I I was impressed, and I didn't think that he was a GC1. I thought that they were lying to us because I play in GC1 lobbies a lot, and no one is as good as that person right there. So <laughs> props Okay, to he played well for GC1, though. He, he played did. well. Like, he didn't – I mean, like, obviously he didn't play – like, he's a GC1, but I will say, for the stage he was on – yeah, 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 for sure. I, if I was in his situation, I certainly would not have played that good. I feel like I might have played okay, but I, yeah. he made GC ones look really good, <laughs> and he was happy doing it. Like he was having mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, he was just let him time. have his fun. This is the highest tournament he's ever going to get in. Just let him have his fun. And you know what? He's who we all aspire to be. Um, the other thing I wanted to say. For that lower round uh, three match matchup um, against Sinbay and Bravado, um, Sinbay beat them four one. It was um, it was a pretty good win by them. And at one point, realized it was just styling on them, and he just like pull out his com- his best calm impression and just like get up and look at the opponent. And it was just <laughs> I haven't seen a realize like that. And it was just so much fun. It was. I need to go back and watch that again just so I can clip some of the uh, realized moments because it was very funny to me, very entertaining. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um. Okay, but that is wild card. A lot of sweeps, but there were some really fun matchups in it. Um. We learned a lot about teams. Uh. We learned that Dignitas is Dignitas. Um. Which is <laughs> just crazy, just craziness. Um. My team didn't make it. Uh. Simper swept the Swiss. Like what? They almost perfect swept it if it wasn't for Space Station. Oh my gosh, um, crazy stuff from them. Uh, we'll discuss how their uh, tournament fared 
uh, in the coming episodes. But that's going to do it for today's episode, uh, recapping the wild card round, talking about some roster changes. Some crazy stuff happened just early on in the tournament. This is a such a long tournament, the longest one we've ever had. So there's so much to cover and so much to kind of unpack. I think you could spend a whole half hour just on on Arsenal and the wild card, but obviously we couldn't do that. Um, I think I might include that clip though in the intro. That's what I'm gonna do because I love that clip from Arsenal. That's such a cool moment. <laughs> um, but I think we're going to wrap up. I'm going to play my Steam Deck, Drew, because it came yesterday. I don't think Did I told it? you that. No, you didn't tell me that. Yes. That's sick. Hold on. Let me turn on my camera. This is an audio medium, and I'm going to show you, Drew, my Steam Deck, because I am <laughs> good at this uh, Good at this hobby. Look how big it is, bro. <laughs> really? Oh, wow, that is quite big. That's a lot bigger than it's, I thought. Oh, you can't really see because my, my room's like a, a like a dark... Um, Darkness. Oops. Yeah, it's total darkness right now. But uh, so I'm gonna do that. I need to download some games. I got the 64 gigabyte one on accident, so I'm gonna have to get an SD card so I can download Arc on it. So that's what I'm that's what I'm gonna do tonight after this. Um, but we appreciate everybody listening. Uh, Drew, is there anything you want to say before we before we get out of everybody's hair and let them do whatever they do? Well, I just want to say thank you all for listening. Uh, it really does. It, it's amazing to me though, and how much everyone seems to enjoy i think i think they keep get, coming back we got a 4.9 on spotify back, yeah so they must like it yeah. at least a little bit so yeah thank you everyone yeah. for listening it's quite the thing yeah we appreciate it i i do love one thing that gives me a dopamine rush is going to the um the podcast page on spotify and seeing the ratings we did get a new review on apple podcast um i don't think he said much he said just that the podcast is awesome i wish i had the username up but you know who you are so we appreciate um everybody listening leaving reviews please do that please uh rate it on spotify they don't have the best system you can only give it a star you can't actually leave like a comment um but still i I do like seeing that um people have left reviews on spotify and I really enjoy it when people leave comments on uh, Apple Podcasts because it's like, whoa, like you actually wrote something with your finger. So um, we do appreciate that a lot. We have 15 reviews on Apple Podcasts alone and like 24 on Spotify. So uh, I just saw that the other day. So I don't know. It's just Drew's right. It's just really cool to see that people care about it. And it seems like the past few episodes that's kind of how we've ended it but i don't know it is just something that we we really appreciate so uh please be sure to leave feedback dm us if you have any questions you want us to answer or just uh feedback you have for the show we would we would really appreciate it but with that i'm gonna go um i don't know i'm gonna download fall guys or something on my steam deck i haven't downloaded anything yet so i need to download something that's low gigabytes that's not uh, over the 64 gigabyte limit. So um, I'm going to have a fun night doing that. Uh, we hope everybody else enjoys their night. If you have a Steam Deck, I mean, enjoy it. Uh, you've probably been waiting like a year and a half like I have. Uh, so uh, if you are, you're, you're a real one. So uh, we appreciate everybody watching. We, we will be back next week, uh, probably later on in the week, because Drew has some stuff going on, um, probably Thursday, Friday. Um, and if not, if he if he's not able to, Drew, I will man the ship. I will do it for us because I'm just that type of guy. So you'll either see both of us. 
I, I think I can handle it. I can man the ship. Um, so if you don't see Drew, you will definitely see me next week. But regardless, um, we thank you guys for watching, and we will see you guys then. Take care.